episode of Girl Influence Power is brought to you by Collectin. Shop or run the world's tiniest boutiques with Collectin. Welcome to Girl Influence Power Podcast. I'm your host, Nadia Lee, entrepreneur, jewelry designer, CEO, and co-founder of Collectin, an app that lets you shop influencer and designer labels direct from the source. Thank you for tuning in live on CastBox. This episode is brought to you by Collectin, shop the world's tiniest boutiques in partnership with CastBox. So today, my guest is the beautiful and smart entrepreneur, model, social media influencer, Ariane Celeste. Ariane got her start as, as UFC ring girl in 2006 and still currently working with UFC. She's also a TV host, hosting UFC's Ultimate Insider, Discovery Channel's Overhaulin, and MTV's Guide Code. But I know Ariane as the founder of Girlfriend Box, a fashion subscription service where you can gift your girlfriend or your girlfriends or any women in your lives. And this box is personally curated by Ariane herself each month. So mm-hmm. welcome. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's just go straight into the interview. (laughs) I know you're born and raised in Las Vegas. So what's it like growing up there? Um, It's actually a lot of people think it might be wild and crazy because of the strip, but Mm -hmm. it's actually quite normal. Maybe a little boring. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Really? um, Never have guessed that. Yeah. I feel like it's just normal life off of the strip. Mm -hmm. Um, There's stuff like hikes and stuff that you can do. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's super mellow. Oh, um, okay. Unless you're going out every night, which mm-hmm. can happen too. But if you're a local, do you go to the strip a lot? Or no, if you're a local, you really don't go to the strip. You just you just stay um, in your little neighborhoods. Oh, uh, like, okay. They have like Summerlin and mm-hmm. uh, Henderson and all that. I didn't. I wasn't raised in those areas. I was in, raised in kind of the bad areas. But um, but yeah. I, I did really normal things. Like. <laughs> now, I didn't get a fake ID or anything. Oh, uh, really? I, I never got a fake ID. I oh, waited. wow. I was, I was a good kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're still a good kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now if, if you were to go back to high school and then nominate you for a war or like most likely to be, what, what do you mm-hmm. think that is going to be? Now looking back. I maybe most likely to succeed because I um I'm looking back at all of my high school friends on Facebook and stuff Mm -hmm. and I think I'm probably the only one that has taken this like entrepreneurial uh path right so maybe that even though I got like high school heartthrob that was like my thing oh (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah that'd be that's okay you can have both yeah um and i know you went to unlv too right yes i went to unlv um i did the whole college thing um i stayed on the path Uh, my mom was really strict with me and kind of like always enforced the fact that i needed to have an education and go to college and do all those things that um she didn't do um so yeah she she just kept me in a very strict line <laughs> which is great because it's great it's actually it's very important yeah to have yeah mo- especially a mother the role model that's you know yeah. like kind of kind of keeping you in line because you know yeah. we're, we all we were all young ones mm-hmm. <laughs> we and know I the crazy the days oh I, I was the, the the first I was the oldest so I kind of did all the um I made the mistakes and I I was the rebel so like even though she was strict mm-hmm. I, I would sneak out with my best friend and 
go do bad things, but I was always good at school. Like right. I was like, I can't, oh. I can't be too, too bad. Right, right. <laughs> you still have <laughs> to. Then I'm in really big trouble. Right, so. right, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's where your accountability comes in, right? Yeah. <laughs> because you're still accountable to your grades, to your mom, <laughs> yeah. um, to, mm-hmm. yeah, to your upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know your first gig was with the UFC as the ring girl. Um, so what is it like to get that first paycheck? Um, like a first, that's a first real job or yeah. big job? Yeah, that, that was my first big job. I did a lot of random jobs before that. I worked at a gym. I taught gymnastics to kids. Um, but that was my first job, I guess, in entertainment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was super excited. And I did a a lot of like modeling around like Vegas and stuff or billboards and stuff uh, like that. Okay. But this was my first like also steady paycheck. Right. Right. Um, right. So I was super excited. I've always been super independent and mm-hmm, driven. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to rely on my mom or my parents to like be able to get stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I wanted like the hottest jeans, like, <laughs> 200 bucks. I'm like, Oh, what? where do I get that? So yeah, I uh, started working as soon as I was 16. Oh, wow. Very, very early. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very independent. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I started early, but I guess not early enough. (laughs) I I don't like to be told no or that I can't do something. So Right. And that really is the, that's the character you need to have if you want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, yeah. You can't let anybody stop you. Otherwise, you know, you're going to stop yourself first. Yeah. So definitely. I think that's very important. Um, so you're like the iconic, uh, UFC girls. So the first time you step onto that ring, what does it feel like? Can you share with the audience? Like we, I would ever, never like be able to imagine what it's like to be you. Like mm-hmm. what, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Well, this was back in 2006. Um, so I was super nervous. Mm-hmm. I was, I actually am, I consider myself a little bit more of an introvert, oh. even though my job is to be like, right, right, right. Um, but I was super, super nervous. I, I remember walking very fast around the octagon and, um, my boss, actually the president of UFC, Dana White, he was like, you know, you got to slow down. Okay. <laughs> like, take a deep breath. You're going to be okay. Like, and I was like, okay. So, um, it was just very nerve wracking. Right. No, it's actually, this kind of reminds me when I got married, um, <laughs> that, that, the, the wedding planner keep telling me when you walk down the aisle, like whatever you think you're walking is really slow. Like make it 10 times slower. Like don't yeah. pace down that <laughs> runway. <laughs> yeah. Like otherwise be gone in like a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but I think it's just nerves and yeah. everybody has it too. <laughs> yeah. And you're up there in, for me and like, a, a small outfit so I was just very nervous uh, I just felt like I was gonna get picked apart oh uh, yeah. So, yeah which I did but it's okay. <laughs> now when do you realize that this whole entertainment gig with the UFC could turn it actually into a career in, in entertainment well this was back when um Twitter Instagram wasn't around yet I don't think but like Twitter was a big one mm-hmm. and uh, Google alerts and there was like MMA threads and stuff that I would I would see and I noticed that I was getting a lot of attention and I didn't really I never had this attention before right. but it was um, a lot of people wanted to know who I was mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. wanted to see photos and stuff like that so I figured okay I should probably like do something about this like right. let me figure out a way to capitalize and make some money off of this so uh, in 2000. 11, I decided to start um, making my own merchandise, like mm-hmm. calendars and T-shirts, 
um, stuff like that, posters. Right, very entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was, yeah, I feel like I was probably one of the first girls to have like her own calendar, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and that did really well. And mm-hmm. I've been I've been keeping it up ever since because mm-hmm. I have like my die diehard fans that ah, still buy right. it, and and it's a really cool way for me to connect with them because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll be in. Say if I'm in Texas, I can right. go to a local bar and have mm-hmm. a calendar signing there and just like meet my fans one on one. Oh, so, that's nice. Yeah, it's oh. a really cool way. To <laughs> and I and I like the creative part of it, like uh, you know, getting the whole shots and going to on location and, right. and figuring out what looks good and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that whole part of it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So like what was the first social media, like, I don't know, engine or something, the platform that you use was Twitter, you said, or is it, it Twitter, Twitter? And then you moved on into, oh, no, it was MySpace. Obviously. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. MySpace and then Twitter. And then you're now you're on like Facebook, Facebook Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Um, what's your biggest platform you think? that people can really connect with you? I think the biggest one is probably Instagram. Oh, okay. Right. Is it the stories or usually the... Yeah, I think it's much more personal um, than Facebook. Mm -hmm. I I feel like Facebook is more like for family and stuff Uh, like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But... Instagram is where I can I can show people like my real life on on stories Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and uh, also comment back to them. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Oh, now you can have podcasts too. You can podcasts. have a life. <laughs> you can have a live podcast, and they yeah. can actually, yeah, talk to you and submit questions that's and really interact. Cool. And you can monetize. Yeah, that's <laughs> they awesome. can send you, you know, blingy emojis. That's super cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, I know a lot of girls in their twenties when they get into this whole career in entertainment. Um, it, it's actually really, it's really hard because mm-hmm. there's all this shiny lights. Mm-hmm. I mean, what advice would you give them um like when they're starting out in their career to be careful about or you know to to be cautionary i guess mm-hmm. uh, once they step into that uh limelight i would say follow follow your gut instincts mm-hmm. um i feel like after years and years of, of being in this career i i know that if i know when someone's not genuine or right. out for for different reasons i remember meeting with a huge uh, movie producer that kind of made me, um, he wanted to meet me, but he wanted to meet me at his home. Uh, And I even told my agency at the time, I was like, what is this? They're like, meet him, see what he's about, but also know that he has a reputation Uh, of being great. So I I would just say like, go with your gut instinct and don't ever do anything that you're not proud of. Like I, whatever I've done in my life and my career, I've always consulted with my mother Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she's, she's my best friend and right. if it's something that you're not proud of then don't do it right exactly and then don't put, don't put yourself in that situation too yeah, right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it would be hard to like say turn someone and say hey you know maybe not meeting your house i don't know how hollywood works but like mm-hmm. if you were to say hey no maybe not somewhere else instead is yeah. that even a possibility for like starters it's definitely a possibility and i think that's where even though having an agency can Mm -hmm. be a pain in the butt because you want to, you don't want to deal with like agency fees and all that. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. where it is a good thing because they come in, 
they're the bad guys. Right. They're like, no, we're going to have this right. meeting in a mm-hmm, coffee shop mm-hmm. or we're going to have this meeting in right. an office. Yes. So that's where they like having an agency can be really good. Ah, okay. If you have a good agency. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when do you know you want to have an agent? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, what to what point in your career you go, oh, I need to have an agent or a manager or what's yeah. the difference even? <laughs> like, I'm, I don't know anything about that industry. So agencies work for the agent and mm-hmm. they, um, their job is to get, uh, get clients, get jobs for you. Mm-hmm. Managers kind of manage your, your, everything from your schedule to your transportation, flights, all that. They make sure that the contracts are good, mm-hmm. um, double checking them right, even after right. the agency. So it's, it's just another fee that you have to incur, <laughs> but sometimes it's worth it. So the manager is kind of like looking out for your long-term goals yes. and protecting you and your whole brand as a whole, right? Yes. An agency is more than like someone who's getting you jobs yes. and getting you um, pretty much work because mm-hmm. they, they get paid off of the work that they get from you, yeah. right? Do you think there's a conflict? Um, like... Like if you don't have an agency versus you have, is there a conflict sometimes that you have with the agency in terms of like, this is a job I want to get, but, um, but you know, this is something that the agent said, Hey, it's probably not a good job. I mean, mm-hmm. do, do those conflicts come up? There's definitely uh, conflicts. Um, but I think it's just all about having open communication with your agencies and your agent. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I have like quarterly, um, calls with my mm-hmm, agent mm-hmm. And we talk about everything from our goals to um, our deadlines and if we've hit a certain uh, goal that we, we want. Right. And, and, we, and if we haven't, we kind mm-hmm. of strategize how can we get there. Ah, um, okay. So, yeah, it, it can be challenging, but at the same time, I think it's good to have that kind of protection. Right. So you're basically a, your own business owner and you're controlling your destiny of your own, you know, you as a brand yeah. or you as a business with your agent. So then, yeah, yeah you treat it like any, <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> any meeting that we would have in a company <laughs> like yeah. that we have with our team or, or with our department, yeah. um, like having goals mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and have, so, yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's actually very in insightful. Yeah. yeah. Because people probably don't know like the truth behind like, what makes a good relationship between an agent uh, and a mm-hmm. talent. Um, it's almost like a relationship. You have to like stay in, in communication and be open and honest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, talk about things. Like if it's a job that he, they don't think I should do and I think I, I should do it, we mm-hmm. got to talk about it and figure out why. So, Do you think timing is very important like um, on, on your career uh, to, you know, to be who you are, to get to where you are? Um, did that play into... Yeah, the whole, yeah, your whole career path. (laughs) Yeah, I think timing is pretty, it's very important. Timing is everything. Um, I know that when I started modeling when I was super young, um, they basically said, you know, like, I'm not going to be able to model because I'm not tall enough. Uh, So now everything's kind of changed. Right, right. Everybody wants to know how many followers you have. Right, right. uh, How many views you're getting. So it's, the, the game has changed so much. And it's very, uh, th- there's opportunity for everybody, right. no matter what age, mm-hmm. race, shape, size you are, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Right. But because the time <laughs> is now. Yeah, that's true to be an <laughs> influencer, right? I mean, because yeah. even in the influence, yes, too. that's true. Because mm-hmm. even in, in what we call influencing world, you're considered like the mega influencer because I think we actually have 
industry standards now. <laughs> like you are a micro if you're like I don't know fifty thousand following, and you're um, you know a macro if you're a hundred or more. You know, like so there's actually terms that. I would say they would coin you as mega influencer because you have more than millions of followers, like mm -hmm. two million or more, right, yeah. on Instagram. So, um, how do you get traction as an influencer now? Like, because um, you're pretty much at the top of the influencing pyramid. Mm -hmm. um, how do you get traction, at, or even at each level? Like, how do you get traction? I would say. I mean, I didn't really start out as an influencer. I mostly did it because of my backing with like UFC and uh, my fan base. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I kind of got into influencing just because I knew like it's another avenue that I can make money mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um, build a career off of. Right. So I think people who are starting out um, that just really want to be an influencer, I think it w I would say just find like your niche and mm -hmm. be you know, there's a lot of people that do certain things. What What is going to stand you apart from right, them? Right, okay. And then people think influencer is such a walk in the park in terms of a job. Like, mm -hmm. I know it's very demanding and it's very, yeah, <laughs> it takes deadlines. a lot. Yeah. So can you share with us, like, how yeah. demanding your, 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 your time or your schedule yeah. um, as, you know, uh, an influencer, as um, a UFC, as a model, I mean, as, you know, all the hats that you wear, like, like how how demanding is it on I mean it's very demanding but I um I feel like I'm very lucky that everything that I do is fun and creative like if it's for a brand that I work for and there's a deadline and I know that I have to post however many pictures before this date I know I'm going to set at least 2 to 3 times a week where mm -hmm. I'm just shooting content right daily and that's like more like lifestyle stuff uh -huh, uh -huh. um the traveling I travel one to three times a month with mm -hmm. UFC and it's usually right. four to five days oh uh, wow depending mm -hmm. on where it is um and then everything else comes in I'm at the office for girlfriend box right. once a week taking calls from home blah 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 so it's a lot but um I don't know I get anxiety when I'm bored. So. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> so, so I you constantly <laughs> stay busy. Right. Because I know you sometimes have to pack the boxes too, right? Because yeah. you just get so busy at Girlfriend mm -hmm. Box. <laughs> yeah. Did you like when you started off Girlfriend Box, did you go, what? I, I wasn't, I, I didn't do this to pack the boxes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sign up for this. But I mean, it's all part of the process. I think. Right, right. Yeah. So what's, what's really rewarding about having your own business, having this um you know, girlfriend box where you're in charge and you are curating and it's your business, your baby. I think just having that hope that it could turn into something really amazing mm -hmm. um, and something that I can do when I'm older, when I have kids. And, you know, because right now a lot of my, my business is based on, you know, my outside appearance and all that and um, looks fade and all that. But <laughs> you have a, a really amazing business that you believe in that you can uh, feed your kids off of in the future and build a really nice house from like that, <laughs> yeah. that's what I want. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. very true. Because I know when you first told me about the girlfriend box, I was like, wow, mm. this is brilliant. Like, yeah. how come nobody's thought of this where it's like a box for the girlfriend mm -hmm. um, for, for the ma male audience? Right. Yeah. Um, so 
I think um, males need help in that department. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, because <laughs> so. I, because I, when I first told my husband about the girlfriend box, he's like, that's brilliant <laughs> mm-hmm. as well. He's like, oh, we don't know what to buy, especially <laughs> for you. I never know what to buy. If someone I trust or someone I look up to um, already did all the picking, that would have saved me all the, you know, all the yeah. pain and all the headaches. Yeah. yeah. And you have good taste too. <laughs> on you. top of that. Um, t- can you tell me a little bit about what's in the girlfriend box for all of you out there who's never heard of a girlfriend box or the entire subscription what did it what is it so girlfriend box is girl gifting made easy Mm -hmm. so we i generally like did it for men to gift their girlfriends wives Mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of girls that have subscribed Mm -hmm. because because of the items in it so it's a fashion item a beauty product makeup and an intimate whether it's lingerie or like a bralette Mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. like that it's four to five items um, of stuff that I love and good quality. And it's we try to make it as personalized as possible with mm-hmm. like a, a gift card or not a gift card, a greeting card. Right. And stuff like that to make sure that she feels super special. Right. Because I, I know you told me you signed some of those cards, too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys out there, when you're subscribing, you're actually getting her Ariane's signature <laughs> and yeah. written, you know, handwritten note uh, inside the box. Um, so a lot of the success that you have is really the ability of you working with people. Um, so what lessons have you learned in working with different people? Um, what's important about, you know, that relationship? Um, it's very simple, but a long time ago, my, my makeup artist, friend she basically said like no matter where you go no matter what you do what whatever room you walk into like make sure you're nice you say hello you're polite you make people feel special no matter who they are right and I think that's really helped me in my career um because people tend to say I'm I'm super nice and I don't know what they would think I would be (laughs) but um I tend to get like rehired if I go to an appearance right, and, and right. I say hi to the janitor or I say hi to the general manager or right. I say hi to the you know, the person who's the security at the front of the line. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, Ariane is so nice. She greeted everyone, blah, blah, and we want her back for in six months to do this again. So it's all about human connection and right. making people feel special no matter who they are. Right. Yeah. Because I see you very genuine. Like you, you know, you, you're out there and you you care and yeah and it's very similar to the like, gift boxes right too. It's, right it's about right. making people feel special right because you don't want to just push them anything right because yeah. there's a lot of boxes out there now yeah. i mean gosh box of secretion is like <laughs> everywhere now yeah. it's just kind of like blew up mm-hmm. um so that's what kind of stands you out is really your genuine your genuineness um about trying to help people to get the stuff that they want for their girlfriends um or girlfriends mm-hmm. <laughs> wives um yeah um okay and so i know you said your mom is a big inspiration for you um do you i mean do you recall a moment with your mom that you felt like that was really important to shaping who you are today well my mom's been through a lot she uh she lost my dad when she was two months pregnant with me so that she basically raised me for the first four years of my life Mm -hmm. alone like Mm -hmm. as a single mom we lived in my grandparents uh garage (laughs) that was our room Mm -hmm. um but she was such a hard worker she went to nursing school Mm -hmm. during the day or maybe i don't know 
she had she had a, a nine to five, right, right. and then she went to school at night for right, nursing. Right, so she right. was just very very hard worker and right. took such good care of me. And so I just I really have this goal of just like making enough to like just pay off everything that she mm-hmm. ever has and just right. make sure she has a really good life. Yeah, and, because and the same for my sisters too. They're right. my little my little sisters. Oh so. yeah, because you see your mom being so hardworking, and I mm-hmm. think that that you know, even yeah. no matter if she's telling you or not, you can feel it, you can mm-hmm. sense it, and I think she's that like retiring in, in a few right. months, and she's like, I can't wait, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna work harder. So. Yeah, no, but I think that's probably where your work ethic comes from is from mm-hmm. your mom and seeing mm-hmm. how hard she works um, to provide for the family. Yeah. Um, Okay, Um, so we're going to go take a little break right now. Now you can try before you buy on Collectin. Introducing Experience, the new way to shop jewelry. Flaunt your style and express your creativity with Experience. Get it today, only on Collectin. we're back so Ariane let's talk about your influence um do you have any idea that the social media would make such an impact on your career now um, when you first started it I didn't know how big of an impact it would make but I knew that it was going to be something Mm -hmm. um I knew that I needed to get a Facebook and a Twitter and uh Instagram at the time it came out MySpace was a big one right and I knew that it was going to help somehow. I just mm-hmm. didn't know exactly ah. the, the, the importance of it. Right. <laughs> now, um, the word influencer is used a lot. Um, and nowadays, it's just thrown around a lot. Everybody calls themselves influencers. So in some ways, it's gotten kind of a bad rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rap bad rap for, for, yeah. the, for, the, uh, for that term. So what do you think that word influencer mean to you? And do you consider yourself an influencer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the word influencer does kind of throw me off a little bit because I I see a lot of influencers that are not being genuine Mm -hmm. and or just influencing people in the wrong way. Right. Um, I just like to be genuine as possible. Mm -hmm. And um, to me, I've always been a a driven and hardworking person. And that's that's what I'm putting off. And I'm hopefully encouraging people to be the same. Right, right. And believe in themselves and keep going and stay driven and go for it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my whole whole motto. But um, there's good and bad influencers. <laughs> That's true. That's definitely true. Yeah. And what do you think is your own brand of influence? Just the genuineness? Um... Yeah, I think it's it's a it's a empowered woman. Like I find mm-hmm. um being able to be yourself, being uh, sexy is is a powerful thing. Right, um, right. Yeah. Especially when you have, you know, things to, to back it up. If, if you're doing other things besides just, there's a lot of beautiful girls out there. Right. So what's going to set you apart? Again, right, right. Um, yeah, you, so you could be yeah. beautiful, sexy, <laughs> smart, sexy and driven. Right? Yeah. You can have your own business. Yeah. You really could do everything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so how about content creation? Is that a pain in the butt? It, it can be, but uh, 
I love it because I, I like to be creative. Um, I can look at an outfit and be like, okay, I want to shoot this here because this is going to bring out this color mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. this. So I love content creating. It can be a bit uh, stressful if you have like deadlines and mm -hmm, stuff, mm -hmm. but for the most part, I, I love directing shoots. Ah. I love um, picking backgrounds and right. all that. And I love dressing up. I'm a girly girl. I love yeah. fashion. So <laughs> it's fun for me. Oh, so you can even actually direct your own. Fashion. <laughs> actually, fashion shoots. And yeah. Yeah, styling. You style yourself as well? I style myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I tell you. <laughs> Everything she does on her own. <laughs> um, now, do you think it's more video or pictures now that's more important in terms of content? I think it's a little bit of both. Pictures are great and they can tell a story, but I think videos really show your personality mm -hmm. and they're a little bit more personal. So uh, I would recommend posting at least once one video a month or right. one video a week if you can. Yeah, I think it's um, one. I think Instagram told us it's like at least one a week. week. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> we got some tips from Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it is like at least once a week at one hour of life a week if you can. <laughs> something. Really? Yeah, something. So demanding. Right. And like six stories a day, something like that. Wow. <laughs> it's That's a full-time job. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Um who do you think are your followers? Like, what's the demographics? Um... Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of male following mm -hmm. just because of the UFC background. Right. Um, but I do find a lot of women that are into fitness and fashion. Ah, right, right. Yeah. You're like a fitness role model for them. Yeah. Right. I like to, like, my role model is Brooke Burke. So. Uh, oh, yeah. So she's fashion, fitness. Mm -hmm. Now she's a mom. Mm -hmm. She takes good care of herself. So she's kind of my, my icon that I'd like to be like. Okay. Now, do you, I don't even know if you can remember back to the days when you had like, say maybe, you know, a hundred thousand following, uh, versus now you have millions of following. What's the difference that you feel like back then and now? <laughs> back then, I guess I was a lot more, I could spot and focus a lot more on the negative. Mm -hmm. Whereas now it's a lot more easier because there's more people. Right. Um, I would, I would get upset right. or I would want to say something back. Um, but now it's a lot easier since there's more people. Right. So to not care as much. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So how do you deal with all that negative like um, comment? People just like to say bad things. I feel like yeah. it's like all of a sudden social media opens up this platform where feel, people feel like they can now say anything because nobody knows who they are behind yeah. the scenes. Um, so I deal with that just by, uh, blocking them mm -hmm. um i used to get really upset and take it to heart but now i feel like it's the it's best to just ignore right, the negative stuff so just, just don't read it <laughs> yeah. well erase it and block them ah, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's powerful because i don't like to see stuff like that ah right yeah. right right no that's that's powerful mm -hmm. um so for those who say um, that, uh, you know, influencing is, is very easy, um, mm -hmm. what's the general hour you spent, like, every, maybe a week on mm. just the social media part of influencing? Wow. I'm not really sure, but it could be, I don't know. I feel like it's a full-time job, whether I'm editing photos or I'm doing a photo shoot, setting up stories. Um so it's like know. every day. Yeah, right, right. every day. Yeah, yeah, it's every day. So for those of you out there, it's an everyday job. Also, even stuff like liking other influencers' mm -hmm. um, pictures and stuff right. to make sure that you're being seen. Like, right, right. 
Yeah. So and that all all contributes to the hours that you put in for social media, right? Because you're yeah. constantly you're constantly working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what's your approach when you come to like influencing people? Like when you want to make an impact, like how would you how would you do your influencing? I guess to make a difference or make an impact. I try to keep my page super diversified. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a sexy photo, I want to make sure I follow up with a fitness or fashion mm-hmm. photo, mm-hmm. Um, something with the inspiration that I've heard on a podcast or right. I've seen uh, online. Um, so I, ca- I just kind of keep it really diversified. Right. And you give a lot of advice on your social media yeah, <laughs> <I> stories. <do. laughs> I, I like I like sharing wisdom because, I mean, I take it in and I'm like, oh, I like this. So I want to mm-hmm. share it. Right. I want right. to share it with people. It's also like a reminder to myself if, mm-hmm. if it's something that I'm going through. Right. Um, it's a reminder to people that, you know, I'm human. I'm going right. through the same kind of things right. that they are. So just to keep going. Yeah. So is there a way for you, like, is there a certain routine or thing you do to get yourself out of the slump? Because I know everyone has those yeah. bad days. Um, there's a few things. I like listening to Abraham Hicks. Oh. She's um, all about all about manifestation mm-hmm. and spirituality. And she's really inspirational. Um, you can find her stuff on YouTube mm-hmm. or whatever. I think she has a podcast. I'm not sure. Um, but I also just took up... Um, meditation oh yes that is very (laughs) powerful (laughs) I try to do like 10 minutes especially Mm -hmm. if I know that it's going to be a really busy day um and I have to have like a very energetic and positive attitude Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um 10 minutes in the morning right when I wake up I don't look at my phone at all Mm -hmm. um I don't do my coffee I just go straight to my living room Mm -hmm. and do the meditation it's a guided meditation ah okay is it hard to get your brain to kind of like quiet down it's definitely hard yeah but i think it's harder if you try after you've already like done your coffee or Uh, looked at your phone right right Um, so you have to do it straight away that's true i Mm -hmm. i agree because i i try to do meditation once at night (laughs) and it's just it just kept me up longer oh yeah (laughs) and then by the time i'm done like wait i'm not meditating i'm actually thinking about all these work things Mm -hmm. uh, or things to do tomorrow so right that's actually a really good tip yeah um, yeah. Do you do any breathing, med- like exercises for the meditation, or is it just purely mind? It, it, it's just uh, sitting there in stillness. Uh, yeah. Okay. With right. breathing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deep breaths. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it fair uh, to expect people with a large following to be also a good role model uh, for their followers? Because, you know, you said some, some, some influencers are really not influencing in the right way but then is it fair to expect that everyone who's an influencer has to be a good role model you know you know because you're a good role model but not everyone else is like that um i don't think it's fair to expect that everybody is going to be a a good role model i think that there's bad seeds everywhere and some people are rooting for the bad guy Mm -hmm. they want to be on the bad guy's team or they're bad people themselves so they support stuff like that but um, to each their own. I right. Think. <laughs> That's I think really it's, a, it's a big responsibility to put on someone as well. Right, right. Because some people do all these things just to get attention or yeah. to get likes or to get following, um, yeah. which is probably not the proper thing to really be influencing upon. Yeah. Um, others, <laughs> but, but they do it, but, but they do it for the following, <laughs> yeah. for the wrong reasons. Um, 
So who are some of the people you follow on social media and why do you follow them? A big one that I follow is Idillionaire. Mm -hmm. Um, She's a beautiful woman that's super inspiring. She's always uh, posting her inspirational quotes. And Mm -hmm. then underneath the quotes, it's this really long explanation of the quote. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's really like, I've read a few of her, her things and it really like hit home. Mm -hmm. Um, Trent Trent Shelton. Mm -hmm. um, He's also an inspirational, motivational speaker. Yeah. I like stuff like that. I think it's, it's just a great reminder. Um, And it's funny because sometimes you're going through something and they'll say something and it's like exactly what you needed to hear to get uh, yourself out right, of that, right, that spot. Right, right, so right. I like stuff like that. Obviously my friends, I follow mm-hmm. <laughs> fashion people. Right. Um, yeah. There's a lot. So is it, what do you do? Follow more fashion, fitness, um, inspirational, um, anything else that you, you are interested in? I follow a lot of like a vegan account an alkaline mm-hmm. account. That also is a good reminder of what to eat and what not to eat. I'm like, okay, I got to stop eating. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat uh, some broccoli today yeah. instead of the pizza. Um, so, yeah, it's a little bit of a mixture of everything. Okay. Um, so what are you doing now that you're really excited about? Right now, I'm, I got big plans for Girlfriend Box to redo the website, mm-hmm. change things up a lot. Um, simplify everything, right. just make everything a lot smoother mm-hmm. um, and easier with my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I plan on working on some more music because I'm, I'm a singer oh, and yeah. that's like my passion. Yeah, beautiful voice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that's kind of like my passion project type stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, even if I don't ever make a cent off that, I, I'm still I'm just happy to do it and and to if people like it great if they mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. that's okay too but it just makes me feel good like oh, I love music yeah you know you can listen to a, a song and it changes your entire day so right, right. I just want to get back into music so I'm working with someone right now oh that's nice yeah oh that's nice oh. <laughs> yeah. well, we're all looking forward <laughs> thank you <laughs> to all these upcoming projects I know you're so busy <laughs> you have so many things yeah. going on no but it's great um, so let's in closing, of course, I have to ask, why do you love collecting? <laughs> I love collecting. Well, obviously I love jewelry, <laughs> but I love the fact that you guys have figured out a way to not only connect with influencers, but give them the power to influence, but mm-hmm. also make their own way. Like, right. like a lot of people don't have the money to go out even to buy clothes mm-hmm, to, to mm-hmm. take different pictures, right. but you guys are giving them the opportunity to get all these, these um, products so that they can be creative right. and make their own content. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh, it's empowering. You. Yes, it is. We're yeah. trying to make it easier for everyone, for anyone yeah. who actually doesn't even have to be influencers or yeah. even any women who's entrepreneurial, if they want to have their own little yeah, uh, business. Even yeah. if you're like a stay at home mom and you're into jewelry, it's like just something to do. Right. And jewelry yeah. is important cool. actually, right? Yeah. It can, it can make a whole outfit. Right. I just, I just realized that. <laughs> Well, thank you, Ariane, for joining us today and sharing your amazing stories. You're a great inspiration for women starting out in the world of social media, entertainment, and entrepreneurship. 
So you really can have it all, the beauty, the wits, and the ability to do everything. <laughs> so for all of you out there who aren't following you yet, of course, you need to follow Ariani. <laughs> she's an amazing entrepreneur, not just an influencer, really. She's really a great entrepreneur, and she has lots of great advice to share with you all the time. So don't miss out. Um, I think you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, so wherever social media is available. Yeah. Um, if, and if you enjoy our podcast today, please subscribe to our podcast and check out our videos on our website, girlinfluencepower.com or on Collectin's YouTube channel. So with the holidays coming, don't forget about the girlfriendbox.com and order that box for your girl. So there you have it, Ariane <laughs> Celeste. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, we're gonna. Is there a couple of questions that came through? No. Okay. Okay. All right. We're good. Thank you. Perfect timing. <laughs> that was great. Radio.